and today I have Jenna with me. Hi Jenna, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Jenna Morrison. I am the author of A Brother's Truth, which will be out on February 4th, 2022. Um, I first self-published a story about when I was 14 years old, I want to say, as like a school project. And that's about the time that I've developed a love for writing. And so ever since then, every single year, it's like I've been like writing these short stories and whatnot. Um, so this is my very first debut novel. And currently I'm working on a sequel, which is pretty exciting. Um, I live in Denver, Colorado. I love horseback riding, um, as well as writing, reading, painting, and that's about it, actually. <laughs> um, so I guess it's quite obvious that you always wanted to write. So um, what gave you the push to actually um, self-publish your debut novel? Um, so I do remember that my teacher in fifth grade, she was like, hey, you know, I see that, you know, you have a talent in writing and I think that you should pursue it. And um, there was like this Nano Remo contest or not really a contest, but I should say, you know, you just like enter in your work and you reach a certain word level or whatever. And um, so I had entered that and this was probably in seventh grade, sixth grade, something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, <laughs> so I entered that and then it gave me the choice to self-publish. And then that's what I did. And ever since then, I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, I just love developing stories, kind of like a movie in your head. Like, you just get to create, like, your whole, like, new world. And, you know, nobody can take that away from you. So. And what made you choose the genre that you write in? Um, so I'm kind of everywhere genre-wise. I love thriller. And so I would say that's the genre that I have stuck to throughout the whole time. Um, but with my debut novel, A Brother's Truth, that is like a thriller mixed with mystery, Western. Um, there's action adventure, a little bit of romance. So <laughs> I would say like I chose the Western route was because of when I was younger, I was raised around horses and I loved riding horses. And so I feel like it was just a genre that, you know, is really rare in today's society. Like, I mean, it's not really, you don't see a whole lot of Western novels, especially ones that are like modern day humor and language. So I was like, oh, like, I think that I better, you know, just write it in that time period and everything that I wanted to incorporate into the story like robberies horses guns fighting like it only fit in the western category and not so much medieval or anything like that so yeah as you were saying I was thinking that's actually quite a niche um sort of area so actually that's ideal isn't it for trying to sell them especially Oh, thank you. Are something different, don't they? <laughs> Thanks. Um, what's the most interesting thing you found doing research for your current or for your book? Oh, so I would say that this was probably the hardest part 
because there's a lot of research that like goes into the 1800s. And I guess that, you know, you don't really like think about the things that they didn't have at the time period, especially if they were a peasant. And so I would say like home appliances, like trying to figure out what they might have, what they might not have, you know, and like, they don't have a normal bathroom, like what we do, you know, it was an outhouse. And like, so I think like trying to figure out, okay, like I want this scene in a bathroom, but there's no such thing because, (laughs) you know, or I don't know, just for example, um, so yeah, I'd say like home appliances, that was kind of something interesting that I've like learned, even though, you know, you kind of like configure that or like, I don't know, you know. Um, and then also they did not have toothbrushes at the time. That's something I learned. They used like a twig spray and, and so I was like, oh, that's really weird. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but yeah, I guess um, they had to be invented at some point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird, but cool. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. Yeah, and it kind of gets like really interesting and like, especially like with the whole like beauty terms and like how they, like a lot of them bathed in rivers and stuff like that. And they had like a tub and you know you'd heat water put it in the tub and whatnot but I was just like oh my goodness like I'm so glad to live in today's society of where you don't have to worry about that (laughs) oh yes (laughs) absolutely and to have a toothbrush yep (laughs) (laughs) um if you were to take one of your characters from your book out for a meal who would you choose and what would you ask them you know, I don't know if I would choose any of my characters because they'd probably kill me. <laughs> um, okay, if I had to choose a character, ooh, that's hard. I feel like none of them would like me because I put them through so much hell. <laughs> um, I would probably ask the really super temperamental character, Matt. He's like the troublemaker one that has like, you know, a huge temper and gives everyone a hard time. He's like the antagonist of the story. But I would probably ask him like, so uh, do you like your storyline that I gave you? <laughs> I love He'd that. probably say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tough. You have the power, so <laughs> you'll have to deal with it. <laughs> pretty much (laughs) um did you find it difficult coming up with character names if you're writing so far back yeah so I really wanted to give them like super cool names and I was like doing research on the names and it was like Wilfred and Laverne and like all these really old names and so I chose Will as my protagonist And I do not like that name (laughs) very much, but I was just like, well, like it's the name that I could choose that, you know, like is the most common and I don't know, like there are like a couple of wills that I know. So, you know, it's just kind of a generic name. I'm like, okay, we'll just go with it. Um, And then with Matt, 
I kind of like the name Matt actually, but at first I was going to name him Maddox just because like it went with the personality and then someone was like, actually that does not go with the 1800s. And I was like, but could he be the first Maddox that ever lived? And then they were like, no, you need to change it. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I guess Matt is the closest to Maddox, like in that term. So (laughs) yeah, that kind of sucks actually. Yeah. Yeah. That has to be authentic, doesn't it? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you hide any secret jokes or messages in your books that only a few people would understand? Hmm. I want to say them, but (laughs) they include the F-bomb from Matt, the character. So I don't know if I'm allowed to say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, he's, like, the only crazy character, and so I gave him kind of a potty mouth. And so, but he's, like, the one that's, like, the jokester, too. So every joke that's in there, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I could say that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I think as long as you don't go too over the top, people don't mind. You know, people always say about swearing in books, but people swear. So what's the point in not having it in a book? I know it's fiction, but people swear so (laughs) exactly and like I found that is like one of his personality traits was like you know there are people out in the world that just swear all the time you know but in a way that's like what kind of makes them funny and stand out (laughs) and so that's like the trait that I did give him but yeah that kind of like can bite me in the butt at times you know (laughs) (laughs) Now you've um, completed your first book. What's been easier than you thought it would be since you had the idea and what's been more difficult? Um, I would say, ooh, that's a really good question, actually. I never thought of that. Um, I would say the easier part in the whole thing was probably finding critique partners because I, at first I thought that was going to be hard. Like I'm the type of person I don't really, you know, get on social apps and try to like talk with random strangers or anything like that. So that was like a huge push for me to do it. But then once I had found my partners, I was like, oh, wow, that was like a lot easier than I'd ever anticipated and exchanging manuscripts and whatnot. um, I use critique match. And so that's kind of like the safest way that you can, you know, um, exchange manuscripts without having to really worry about people downloading your stuff and saving it on their computer and whatnot. So I would say that was the easiest. And then the hardest part, I want to say, was probably like the whole querying process, because not only do you have to write the whole entire story, but you have to summarize your whole entire story within a synopsis, which is only about like a page long or maybe two pages. And so it's like, how do you literally take every event and then summarize it in that short time? But then not only that, but how do you get people excited within a few sentences about your story? So I think that was probably the hardest part. 
And how long has it taken from when you first started writing to getting your release date? What was that? How long has it taken you from when you first started um, putting words to paper to actually get in your deal and then the release? Yeah, so I first started writing before COVID and started writing the story and I rewrote it three times. Um, <laughs> and like after the third time, I want to say I finished in around the summertime, maybe. And then that's when I had started querying. Or maybe it was the springtime, actually. Shoot, I don't remember. I think it was the spring or summertime. And then I started querying and then I got my deal in October, signed on with Darkstroke Publishing. And then my release dates in February. So yeah, that's about the time length, I would say. <laughs> Did you get any say in your cover? Huh? Did you get any say in your, the design of your cover? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So my publisher was awesome about that. Um, he was like, Hey, you know, do you have any ideas? And at first I was like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know, like all the ideas that I could think of were kind of like already taken. And so I was like, I don't, I don't have a clue. And then he was like, well, think to a scene of in your story, like the most impactful scene. And then he was like, also, you know, like, look at, you know, like these images for ideas or whatever. And so I did. And then I sent him an idea, came up with it. And he was like, oh, you know, that's a great idea. And so he made the whole cover, sent it over to me. And at first I was like, oh my God, like, this is crazy cool. Like it was exactly how I imagined it. And so he was awesome about it. I love Darkstroke for that reason, so. Yeah, they seem good from what I've experienced of them. I've heard of them, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you finding writing the sequel? I love it so far. So it's actually pretty easy because, you know, you stick with the same characters, but my story in the sequel is seven years later after book one had ended. So I'd say like the hardest part with that is making a sequel that's able to be a standalone. So I want people to read the sequel and they could start with a brother's tragedy and they don't have to read book one to understand book two, but they can go read book one if they want to find out, you know, more about the characters and their past and whatnot. So I'd say that's the hardest part, but overall, like, I have so many ideas and I'm just, I'm so stoked and it's coming together really well, I think. Are you planning it for it to be just the two books or are you going to uh, create a series? Um, it's just going to be the two books. I decided that I was trying to think, oh, maybe I can make like book three or book four, but you know, I don't want to like drag it out either because I feel like sometimes stories are best, you know, when they just end. And so book two will be the final and the end of the whole series, I guess. So, yeah. Kind of sad. Do, you know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do you know what you're going to do after that? Do you have lots of ideas for more? Yeah. So I did start on another whip and it's a dark fantasy. And so um, 
I did pause that because I was more excited about the sequel. But once I'm done with the sequel, I'm going to focus on that story. And that one's pretty exciting too. I just haven't really gotten to like know the characters yet. And so I'm the type of person I can only write one book at a time. I cannot work on like three or four, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can only read one book at a time. So I don't know how people can write. I'd, I'd be so confused. All the characters would be all over the place. They'd be featuring in, yeah, that's, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know either, but I'm like, man, props to you. I, I cannot do it. I have to like meet characters and then like delve into their lives. And then once they're gone, I have to like delete them off, you know, my brain and then restart whole process like I cannot have multiple you know (laughs) um uh, what was the most fun scene that you wrote if you can tell us without any spoilers okay so um (laughs) (laughs) um it was like one of the beginning scenes and it's where Matt runs away naked from the law and then he jumps into the bushes. I would say that was like the most fun scene to write, but I'm not gonna explain why he's naked or any of that. <laughs> but yeah, if you wanna see a naked man jumping into a bushes, read my book. Yeah, that sounds yep. entertaining for sure. <laughs> I'm totally intrigued, so that's worked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, um, you said that you didn't really get involved with um, like the social media side, but have you changed now that you've got a book coming out? Have you sort of joined groups and things and um, have you yeah. made author friends? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So when I had first gotten accepted in the dark stroke, they had invited me to like this group of like a lot of authors And so I got to meet like a lot of friends and I've been a lot more involved on social media more than I ever have. And I would say that it's built up my confidence quite a bit and I don't have as big of a fear as like what I did before with like, you know, communicating with people I didn't know and whatnot. So I feel like that was a really, really good change, but I'll give all credit to Darkstroke because they got me out of my shell. <laughs> yeah, it will help um, when your book's finally released. So it's good to do it now. So then by the time February comes around, you'll be like, yay, this is my book, please buy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you like to spend a day with? Oh, Stephen King. Stephen King for sure or George R. R. Martin one of the two <laughs> popular choices even in the UK we love Stephen King we just adore the man as well and respect him and he would be my choice as well because he's just amazing so yeah he really is <laughs> yeah, yeah just another level mm-hmm. um I went to a festival um, a literary festival in September and he was beamed from America and um, talking to Linwood Barclay and um, the room was packed out and the applause for him was just 
so loud yeah and yeah it was amazing and they were taught they were comparing toilet stories to absolute legends in the author world and they were comparing toilet stories honestly boys wow <laughs> oh my goodness that's yeah. so cool though like it was yeah I spoke to the organizer I'm like how on earth did you get Stephen King he's like well you know it's going to be online because of covid and stuff so i thought well I may as well try the biggest name and um <laughs> he got linwood barkley to ask him and he said yeah i was like okay that's really cool oh and my gosh like, that's <laughs> yeah yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> um so in your free time apart from uh, horse riding what else do you enjoy doing Hmm. Well, I like playing video games, <laughs> hanging out with family, friends, stuff like that. Traveling for sure. Definitely. What about you? Um, I actually, most of my free time goes on doing stuff for authors generally now. So I have my Facebook group. Then I do these, I read, I blog, um, and I, I'm trying to write as well. So, yeah, and then this creature. Um, yeah, it doesn't leave me much free time, actually, weirdly. I do like going to see comedians and live music. Um, I love going for afternoon tea and to spa days, to the theatre. Um, but a lot of that's restricted at the minute, so... Yeah, again. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm never bored, put it that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I know quite a lot of authors, and they're very demanding. They always want me to read their books and review their books and do this and do that, but I love it, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I totally forgot. Oh, um if you were to travel to a period of time, either forwards or backwards, where would you like to go to? Um, <laughs> man, you were like, these are really good questions. <laughs> I would probably like to go back to maybe when I was a kid, just to see like my dad again. I would definitely do that for sure. So. Yeah, either that or maybe the 1800s so I could see how accurate my research was. <laughs> but don't forget, you know, the no toothbrushes or no toilets and stuff. So, you know, I'd weigh that up quite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what it was really like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if a genie was to give you three wishes, what would you wish for? Hmm. I would definitely wish for maybe like writing books faster so I could just like, you know, finish them faster, crank them out, more creativity, I would say, um, and maybe more wisdom too. I just feel like life is, I don't know, it would be so much easier if, you know, you were like, you had it all together and you knew everything <laughs> so me, yeah. that never happens ever <laughs> as you right. get older 
you learn stuff, you still know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm like 26 and I'm like, man, I, I still feel like I'm like a 12 year old at times. <laughs> yeah, literally doesn't change, honestly. Dang oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just care less, I find, I think is is the uh, the only way that you could deal with that is you just like, ah, sod it. <laughs> it doesn't <Yeah>. matter. <laughs> Um, so I don't think I can think of any more questions for you unless you think there's anything I haven't asked you about that you want to tell us. No, I think oh, we've covered it all. Thank you so much for interviewing me and taking time out of your day. Like this means so much to me. So it's a pleasure. Um, so before we go, would you just like to remind everyone where they can get your book uh, when it's released and where they can find out more about you? Yeah, for sure. So my book is on pre-orders right now. And on February 4th, that's when it's going to be released through Amazon. Um, pre-orders are only through Kindle only currently. And you could find me at my website at jennakmorrison.com. Um, my author Instagram page is author Jenna Morrison. Um, my Twitter is kind of a like a similar username, but it's like author Jenna or something like that, if I remember right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, feel free to like message me have, if you have any questions or subscribe to my YouTube channel um, or even like subscribe to my website too, if you want, so. Well, fabulous, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank you.